All right, so yeah, my car's been making a weird sound. Uh-oh. Yeah, and- This is your Model 3. Uh, yes. So the front suspension is squeaking a lot and it's been getting worse and worse. At Wait, first I thought- you Didn't know, you already have this problem? On the right-hand side, I had this problem. I'm pretty sure the same thing's happening to the left-hand side. What was it on the right-hand side? I think it was the upper control arm. You got it replaced. Got it replaced. And that and was under warranty? That was under warranty. I crossed over the 50,000 mile- Uh-oh. So I'm out of, out of warranty, which means that this is gonna have to probably be out of pocket. You know, we should do a show about this so that people know what it's like to get their Teslas repaired out of warranty. Next on In Depth. Today's show is sponsored by Extra. Extra is the first debit card that lets you build credit and earn rewards. Now, I don't think a lot of people understand how important having a good credit score is. Yeah, your credit score is like this secret thing that nobody talks about or explains to you, but it is so important for so many things in life. Yeah, like if you want to buy an EV or rent an apartment or buy a house without a good credit score, all these things are either way more expensive or sometimes impossible. And for many people, it's the chicken and the egg problem. You want to build your credit score, but you can't get a credit card to do that because you don't have a good credit score. And a lot of people don't want to get a credit card at all because they don't want to worry about debt. So how does extra work? Users connect Extra to their bank with no credit check. When you swipe your Extra card, Extra pays for the purchase and then pays themselves back from your bank account the next business day. And there's no interest charges? Exactly, no interest charges. At the end of the month, Extra tallies up your payments and reports them to credit bureaus. Building credit with a debit card, yes please. And I didn't even get to the best part. What's that? With Extra, you earn up to 1% redeemable reward points for every purchase you make. So don't wait. Sign up for Extra today and start building your credit with a debit card. Yes, a debit card. All right, so it is a Tesla. And so that means that uh, service works a little bit differently. You don't call up a place and a guy goes, Ron, what do you need? You go, you go through the app. So I have my Tesla app here with my car on it. Uh, I'll show you uh, with our camera right here. So I'm just going to scroll down to service. Okay, request service. I guess this would be noise or vibration. This is a rattle or a squeaking noise. Okay. Front left suspension seems to be squeaking an awful lot and getting worse. So then we'll go next. All right, so then it gives me um, some options. I, I really don't like Watertown. I'd rather go to Peabody. So I'll select Peabody, so that's nice. Get to choose my service location and request service. Nice, big check mark being reviewed. Uh, I should be notified within two hours to schedule my appointment. And so let's just get started here. Information required. So I'll get started. Pre please review the following questions. So what location is the noise coming from? Uh, front suspension or steering? Yes. Please describe the issue. Noise coming from suspension while driving on uneven road? Yes. Submit. Success. Okay, so um, I guess they'll get back to me and I will get back to you when I get the notification. Okay, so it's roughly three, four hours later. I have a notification from Tesla service. Okay, so that opens the app, upcoming appointment, cost estimate, schedule. Today is the 12th. The next available appointment is Monday. So the 25th is just under two weeks from now. Schedule service, appointment updated. All right, so my appointment time I set for 2 p.m. on Monday. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to drop my car off uh, Sunday, the day before. So now the only thing to do is wait. 
All right, so about half an hour after I scheduled my appointment, I've gotten in the estimate. So $705.35. This is, you know, tells me everything that I already know. Review the estimate. Okay, not a lot of details. I'll view details in the PDF. So let's open that PDF invoice. All right, so before I approve that estimate, there's a message from the service team. Okay, so 700 bucks, that sucks. Had it happened 3000 miles ago, it would be covered under warranty because my last upper control arm was covered under warranty. So that's where we're at so far. This is day one of the process and I already have an estimate. It's not really a fun estimate. It's not free. Go figure, it wasn't free, but it is, you know, not a wearable part of the car. It's not a part of the car that you expect to fail, which is the kind of the big bummer for me. And I don't know what I did wrong. I mean, yes, I live in Massachusetts and the world is full of potholes, but I don't know if that is what did it or if it's I turned too aggressively. Like, I have no idea what it is. I would love to know in the comments below if you have had similar problems with your Tesla Model 3 uh, upper control arms, specifically uh, late uh, 2018. We'll see how it goes and we'll move on. All right, so it's been a few days since we last talked to you, mm -hmm. even though time hasn't changed here. Uh -huh. Yeah, so last time we uh, I, I spoke with everyone here, uh, I had my estimate. So I brought it in yesterday, dropped it off, put the key card in the envelope, left it there, which is great. Then this morning, I just get a bunch of texts that say, you have unread message from Tesla service, Peabody. Okay, so I go into my app and instead of any kind of like explanation, it's just like your service appointment has been updated. Review and approve your new estimate. Okay, so there's new estimates. So then I go to my estimate. Um, and it's much higher than when I brought it in. So it went up by over $150, and why? Yeah, Replace the left-handed, right-hand front upper control arms. That was gonna cost, you know, that's $400 in parts. But by the way, you had already had one of those control arms replaced uh, the, the last right one. Time. The right one, yeah. So like, why would you replace the right one again? Then there's my front wheel speed sensor, which I didn't know was a problem, and they didn't like contact me or tell me about. So what are you upset about the most? Well, look, <laughs> it was already expensive, right? 700 something dollars. It took me days for me to be like, you know, and then finally approve that estimate and be like, okay, well, that's what it's gonna cost to fix it. But I mean, are you upset because you don't think this should be broken this early in the car's life or that? Well, it... yeah, a bunch of things, right? Like why is the right control arm being replaced if it's already been replaced? And keep in mind, like you've never drag raced this car. You you know, use this as your daily driver. Right, I haven't taken it to a race course. It would just be good to know. So that right. way maybe I have tried and avoid potholes if it's gonna be, you know, $700 every few years, you know? And then like the front wheel speed sensor. I haven't gotten any errors for it. Why are you replacing it? So um, back to communication. Like, yeah, it's just like, you know, and I already approved an estimate. Well, and I think what you're asking for is at least in the estimate, maybe an explanation paragraph that says the reason we have to replace this is because sure. of this, you know, or just anything. Well, and this kind of flies in the face of what we reported on a week or two ago on Tesla Time News, which was that Elon wants to make this more like an F1 Formula One uh, pit where you just fix things quickly and get it out the door. I and mean, it's like, that's great, but that means probably less communication with you. So basically I messaged them and I'm just, I'm asking for explanation as to why it's so expensive because like, I don't want them to replace the right control arm if there's no If need you don't to. need to, right. Um, it's just more money. I found that a lot with Tesla that a lot of times when you ask them about something, they'll be like, oh, well, I mean, we just do that because it's a you know pretty good idea. And you're like, yeah, but it costs me money. Oh, so you don't want to do that? And it's like, 
well, not if I don't have to. Right. Okay, yeah, we'll take that off. And but like, like, I'm worried that they've already done it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just like, well, you haven't approved the estimate, so I don't think they have. I but. guess, I guess not. This is also tough because you know when you buy an ice car, you're kind of ready for these bad news things. Like, <laughs> right. I, I would always back in the day save up money for transmissions and brakes and all that kind of stuff. And like, I've spent four thousand dollars on a on a automatic transmission for a car for an ice car. Yeah, right. So like. This is this bill is not the biggest. No, but what, I, what I'm trying to get at is when you buy an EV, like your Leaf, you've spent practically no money on your Leaf, right. and so you kind of get used to not having to spend that money anymore. Which means, which is a good thing, right? But it means that I think one of the reasons you're so kind of upset right now is you didn't prepare for this because it was something that you got used to not having to do. And it does seem a little weird because I have a 2017 Model Three with I think more miles than yours because right. we've driven it long distances. And we do not have that problem. So it's like, does it have different parts? Do I drive differently? Although you drive it a lot. So you're like the same driver. And, you know, as we did a Tesla Time News story a week or two ago, depending on when you're seeing this, Tesla's been having a lot more issues with cars in 2022 than they were in the first 30 days of ownership in 2018, I, which look, might I'm, be why my 2017 has had less issues than your 2018. Like, who knows? It could be. But it's just like the more cars that Tesla has on the road and the older those cars are going to be. Tesla needs to work on their service even more. Right. They've they've kind of had this like easy mode for right. a while where it's just like, my door alignment is a little weird. But I do want to point out, we have a Rivian R1T right now and it has water in the door issues. Right. And when we called for a service appointment, not only did it take them weeks to get back to us and to, they would basically just drop us. Mm -hmm. uh, when they finally did book me the other day, they booked me over a month out. And I was like, do you have anything sooner? And they're like, nope. In Massachusetts, how many Rivians do you have? And they wouldn't answer me, but I've got to imagine it's less than 100. Right. So it's like, uh, what's going on? So anyway, um, keep you posted and uh, right. hopefully, hopefully it's not $900 in repairs. Okay, so we're back from Tesla service. Yeah, we just picked up your car. It's all fixed. It's all fixed. You, look, you don't look happy. I am happy now. You are happy now. Okay, but something changed. Uh, last time we spoke to you, it was, was going to be 800 and something dollars, but then what happened? So I sent them a message through the app, and then I got a call a few hours later, and they said that they sent out the wrong estimate, and that now it was going to be $248. Hang on. What? What? They sent out the wrong estimate, like someone else's estimate? No. So there's a couple different things here. So first of all, I talked to the guy at the service center. And he said, you know, yeah, we usually give you an estimate for everything because we order all the parts. So, so they overestimate? They overestimate. They ordered more than enough parts or something like that. So that's one thing. So the estimate's going to be high, okay. which good that it might be lower and that I'm never going to be surprised that it's much higher. Although yours did get higher. Mine got higher and then it got lower. So, okay. I approved one estimate. I brought it in. They found uh, one problem that I didn't know about, okay. which is um, that basically a wiring harness on my right tire was loose and it was rubbing against the tire and my wheel sensor would have uh, been disconnected. So they fixed that. That was not covered under warranty. I had to pay for that. Okay. So then the other part was that they replaced both of my upper control arms. But here's the thing, as we mentioned earlier, I had already had one of my upper control arms replaced January. So that would mean uh, that they replaced it for no reason. Um, although when I was on the phone, um, they said that they usually now they replace them in pairs because if one is going to go, then the other one. Because it would have saved you, actually. It would have saved me had Back they in done January it, had they done it. And it would have been nice because it would have been. So that means warranty. they're learning. Although I can see as a customer being mad if you're like, so you're going to replace both, but even my left one is fine. So my right one was fine and they didn't make me pay for it. 
Even though they replaced it? Even though they replaced it. Because they okay. said that they realized that they didn't need As a it. Tesla shareholder, I'm very upset. So as a customer, I'm, I'm happy, right? Because I got a free upper control arm. Although there was nothing wrong with the one that I had before. Uh, I'm upset now. So, I mean, they definitely wasted time and resources <laughs> yeah. on a control arm. It was a perfectly good control was, arm. I think so. So you ended up spending $600 less. So it's like $259 or something? $248. $248. It drove home great. No more noises. Mm -hmm. They fixed the... I my car back. It's a race car. End of the story is good. It just means that our ride was very bumpy. Yeah. It was a communication problem. It was a largely communication problem. I, I mean, if they had said, here's an estimate. It is probably sure. very high. It is probably has more parts on it than you need, but sure. we're just being safe. Do you approve this estimate? I think you probably would have said, okay, maybe. So, I mean, I did at the beginning. At the, at the beginning, I told the camera. Yeah, but like, that's that because. High. Yeah, but that's. But they didn't tell you why it was so high. Sure. You just said, there well, was no I got communication. it. Once I messaged, a few hours later, I got a call. I got someone okay, who explained see, it to me and the, it made me feel a lot you better. You forced the communication to take place. And that is what I think Tesla's problem so, has always been. Right. So this is the weird part. So my estimate went up to 800 and whatever dollars, 850. So yeah, I mean, I think that they must have undercharged me for labor on this service Why? because of the, they replaced the wrong control arm and they didn't want me to be upset. Which but is fine. I'm not upset anymore. I know, but as a Tesla shareholder, sure. I don't think this is an efficient way to do it. And I think also you went through a bad customer service experience. And I think that's not good. I know the end result, you're happy, mm. but it should have been happy the whole way through. I'm just asking you guys, is this what you want? I don't think so. I don't think you it's want. It's close. I will say, though, it's at the end of the day, first of all. You're happy now at because the end of the it day, ended I'm well. Happy. But that's only because they almost kind of tricked you. It's almost like the old, well, you're going to die in six months. Sure. Oh, you're going to die in three years. Yeah. Oh, so you feel better. But right. like end of the day, it's still... What it is. Yeah. Comment below. If, Either if, he's right or I'm right. No, 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 I look, think look, the customer look, listen, service listen, could be better. It could be better. Yes. But was it horrible? Was yeah, it but you horrific? were in a bad state in the middle there. Do you remember how distressed you were? And in fact, you didn't even want to deal with it for a while because it was so expensive. And that expensive was not true. If they had told you in the beginning what it really was going to cost or closer to it, you would have felt a lot better for weeks. And I would I would argue that the yeah. the amount of unhappiness that you have felt would have been greatly diminished. So it all comes down to communication. Right. Part of me was like, maybe that's an upper bound and maybe they're not going to use the right control arm. Then when I brought it in, after I had already approved one estimate, then I kept I, getting all these messages I, for estimates. I know the answer. I know why up. this sucks. Why? And I'm sorry to say it. And I'm going to say it now. Say it. it is because... They put engineers in charge and engineers don't fully understand customer service. Engineers understand engineering. They understand how to send out emails and updates and estimates. They don't understand the emotional impact that it has on people when you're talking hundreds or thousands of dollars. Emotional, damn it. And I just think in between here, there should have been someone who said, well, that's fine, but hang on. The way that people are going to interpret this, it's going to be very messy. What can we do to make that better? Mm. And I think we've talked about this all along. If you make people, you know, VPs of special operations who can interpret that data and go, hello, Jesse, let me walk you through what we're thinking here. It could be as high as 800 bucks. I don't think it will be. It probably will be a much lower. What do you think? That and you'd feel a lot better. Honestly, it could have been a form message sent to me where it's like, here's the estimate. It's likely that the estimate is It could have been a video. It could have been a video where a nice, friendly Tesla technician would have said, and this is, I'm not saying they record this every time. I'm saying this is a stock video sure. where they go, here's how we do things at Tesla. Yeah. And we just want to give you the benefit so you know the worst case. 16% of the time, it's the worst case. Right. And 82% of the time, it's not. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. This is where I want to compare to bringing your car into a regular dealership 
where you are going to get a call at some point and they're going to go, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, we just looked under the hood and it looks like you're going to need another water, new water pump and uh, we're going to or we're going to need to do something else. And I will say, though, having been alive for a long time, there are some dealerships where you actually get a middle person who doesn't do the work, whose job is to interpret what the technicians are doing and who is the go between between the two. And they have that at Tesla, too. But that person a lot of times would say, Here's what it looks like it's going to be. But the technician did tell me that if that thingamajig isn't rotted, it won't, won't be so much, blah, 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 blah. And it feels good as a customer to know that you have that person to talk to. I'm just saying this is a big deal when you bring your car in for service. It's not usually 40 bucks. It's usually 400 or 4,000. And so it's really important, I think, to have someone who can just be that communication point. And I just feel like in Tesla... Sometimes it works out okay, but we've had many experiences like this where we have to get on the phone and look, that's not making it efficient for them. Now you get, you tied up someone on the phone. That's not part of their system. Yeah. So I just think that's the answer. I don't think Tesla's trying to screw anybody here. Of course. But is it possible that if you hadn't made a squeaky wheel, would you have gotten the grease? Like, is it because you called that you got better customer service? And I would argue yes. Because look, yeah. I'm on emails with so many people who email me as if I work at Tesla, mm -hmm. and I don't, but I'm happy to t try and talk to you, uh, who say I've had this communication void with Tesla. Mm -hmm. uh, they won't talk to me. I haven't heard from them in weeks or blah, sure. blah, blah. And it just happens too often. But I didn't have that. As soon as I asked for it, I, you, I got, got someone it. who called me. Yep. So I'm very pleased with that. Yep. I think that Tesla designed the system a lot like Apple designed their repairing of your Apple device. And in this case, this device is a order of magnitude or more expensive than your Apple device. Sure. And so you need a different kind of customer service. Like if you bring in your laptop, mm. probably expensive to get it fixed, but nowhere near as expensive as a Tesla could be. So it's important that you have a different system in place. Overall, for me, because I'm the one who got it. Yeah, I was stressed out. And the they middle. did it fast. They did it fast, actually. Yeah, I mean, I got home before my scheduled appointment. Because I dropped it off the night before, I guess that's a little hack. They did, they like fixed it at 10 in the morning. That is a really good hack. So Try and drop it off the night before if you that can. That was really nice. Yeah, it buys you a day. I, Do you was, know why it buys you a day, by the way? I've heard from technicians. Because your car is there in the morning, as opposed to the person who's supposed to drop it off at 9.15 and is 30 minutes late, yeah. they just start working on your car. Right. The, the waiting two weeks, that was a bit long. To actually get your to first actually yeah. drop off my car right. for two weeks, I'm driving around in my really squeaky car, just feeling awful. Yeah. Now that it's not squeaky anymore, oh my god, I'm like, oh, I love this car. Comment below. I feel like four years, roughly, right, for mm -hmm. those upper control arms is too soon for them to start giving you squeak problems because I don't think you drive like a maniac, and I just think that that's something that shouldn't wear out so fast. So interesting. I don't know. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you next time. Now you know. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.